podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudler. I'm Jesper De Jong. I'm Henry Larson. I am Francisco Segundolo. And you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. It's the time that every GTL fan loves to come along. It's qualifiers to watch at a Grand Slam. And this is where we give our top three of men's, top three of women's qualifiers to watch. And then I normally get dug out by JG for the majority of my picks. And then maybe sometimes mine go on to do better than his, but... A lot of the times, his do better than mine. I don't think you've, as a collective, ever won a qualifiers to watch, though. As a collective? I remember Zabata Morales was a winner. You've had a winner. You've had a few winners here and there. But as a collective, in terms of you've never won an event. You've never said, oh, I've just got a better Wimbledon qualifiers to watch than JG. Let's see if this Australian... No, never. Mm. I don't think it's ever going to happen. And based off the fact that I've seen your qualifiers to watch, you've not seen mine, Mm. then I know I'm going to win again because I have really picked some great, great players on both the men's and women's. And these six players, I believe, could do some damage at this year's Australian Open. We've got everyone talking about Djokovic, everyone talking about Holger Rune or Iga Savonte or Coco Goff. These guys could cause a bit of an upset and beat some of these big players. So... Let's get into it. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new. Great to see Kathy in. How are we doing, Kathy? And let us know, Kathy, who are you backing in this year's Australian Open? And what qualifiers are you looking out for this year? We've got Lewis Bell in saying, how's it going, Ben and JG? Yeah, it's going very well. We've been talking quite a bit off stream today um, about tennis for a change. Usually we're talking about everything other than tennis off stream, but we've been talking so much tennis and who's going to win and who's going to do this. And it's just led to us being extremely excited and hotly anticipating the start of the Australian Open. I feel like it can't come around quick enough, the midnight in the UK to see the first bit of tennis action. I couldn't agree more. It's like refreshing to have... I would say proper tennis back on our screens again, but the United Cup was a nice warm-up, I feel. But And we've had these couple of Adelaide-Auckland tournaments, but this is where the real business starts. And I just love the fact that we get one early on in the year. We have that big break, and it's just oh, refreshing. I know that we're going to feel very unrefreshed at the end of these two weeks, but like I was saying to you off-stream, Let's just enjoy it while it lasts because we'll miss it when it's gone. (laughs) Yeah, certainly. And this is a PowerPoint special episode. So I have prepared a PowerPoint (laughs) with all of the players in. Uh, Before we get into it, let's go through the qualifiers and where they are placed in the draw. I've just sent it over to you, Ben. So if you can share, and it doesn't mean I don't have to share something else along with a PowerPoint. No worries, um, I'll just get up now. No, no worries, take your time because there's something I do want to announce to everyone while we are while everyone's here. We do have a few Patreon members in, in Cafe. But if you haven't joined the Patreon, make sure to join now because you're running out of time if you want to enter 
player roulette. And how it's going to work is every single patron member will be entered into the player roulette. We'll spin the wheel. You'll all get a player, one of the top players on the men's side based on seeds. If your players to win the Australian Open, you will win a prize. It's free to play, as easy as that. All you have to do is be a patron member to join. And I think we have a little funny graphic to show you <laughs> regarding player roulette. Game to Love presents now exclusive to Patreon. That's right, it's Player Roulette. Yeah, there it is, Player Roulette. Make sure join the Patreon and you can be entered and win a prize. Uh, let's go through the qualifiers. We'll start with the men, and they've already been placed into the draw because the draw happened earlier on this morning. And the first one we're going to start with is Svrchina. Yeah, this one's a tough one. Dalibor Svrchina. I'm going to go with that as well. Apologies. Apologies, Gary, if that is terribly wrong. Uh, But he's got Munan, not a bad first round. He's a good player. We've seen him on the challenges, despite me not being able to say his name. Purcell is one of the other qualifiers facing Rusevori. Yeah, I think Purcell might have a good chance there as well, being in Australia. Um, uh, we've got he's... Shang, a player me and Ben really like. He's got he's got Oscar Otte. We've got Bellucci playing Benjamin Bonzi. Escobedo, who's just converted to Mexican from the US, is facing Tara Daniel of uh, Japan. We've got um, Yu Hu Yu Su Hu. <laughs> Yu Su Su is facing Alex Dimonor. Um, okay. That's a tough one, but he's a really good player. Another one, I can't say his name too well, but he is good. These are your picks. We've got Watanuki against Ryan Deneck, Zizou Bergs against Laszlo Zer, Enzo Kakard against Delian, Hampfman, someone we've had on the podcast, against Rikijikata, uh, someone who played Rafa not too long ago. Talon Greeksport, Pavel Kotov, uh, Nicholas Jarry, the big serving Chile- Chilean against Miamir Kazmanovic, Diego Schwartzman against Alexei uh, Krutek, and Loren Locoli against David Goffman. <laughs> Juan Pablo Varilas is playing Alex Verev. Vukic is playing Brandon Holt, who beat um, Taylor Fritz in a big match recently. Yep. Uh, and then Jan Leonard Straff is facing Tommy Paul. Yeah. So that is all 16. It was a mouthful. I feel like I just went for a tongue twister there, but I got there. <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to Ben because he's going to be doing the women's. Uh, are we doing them straight away or are we going to go? Uh, we'll give the... it. I'm going to give you some time to warm up your vocal cords before we go to the women's. And I'm sure you'll be in a flowing. Oh, perfect state like you always are when we get I there. So you're going to tag me in at the end there, just <laughs> going through the last few, but that's fine. No problem. I didn't need it. But anyway, this is the PowerPoint. Australian Open 2022 qualifies to watch by Game to Love. Maybe I should change that by, by JG in future. Yeah, um, probably right. It isn't I'd by me. Some, ben helps out. So let's go into it. We're going to be doing the men's qualifiers to watch. And I selected a nice bright yellow, despite Ben wanting orange. I'd already started with yellow, so I'm I stuck with yellow throughout. And we're going to be going through the men's first. On three to one, 
And can you remember who your number three was, Ben? Number three. Yes, I do on the men's because I was sort of torn. Uh, I was going to pick the person he was playing against in the final round of qualifying because I normally do. And then I ended up picking him because he beat the player that I wanted to pick. So I thought, yeah, I'm going to go for him. And it is the guy you just mentioned, just converted to Mexican. It's Ernesto Escobedo. Yeah, just quickly shout out to Colby. Thanks, Colby. We did see you join the mem- uh, the Patreon hey. not too long ago. Cheers, you will Colby. be in the roulette. You don't need to do anything. We will let you know uh, on the draw preview. We'll be doing the draw live and you'll find out which player you have been drawn out of the hat out of, or from the wheel, as you want to call it, for the roulette. Ooh. <laughs> so let's get into it. Ben went with Escobedo and I Ooh. went with the name I can't say. <laughs> you, you, Sue. Sue. Two ways of saying Sue. That's <laughs> great. Like the first name's not Sue. Sue. <laughs> it's actually Ronaldo in disguise. <laughs> Listen, if I hope all the crowd, every time Sue hits the winner, are like, Sue. Because he can hit winners. This kid is great. He's an awesome tennis player. And I'm going to bring up some stats for him because Ben doesn't have a clue who he is. I think he's an absolute diamond in the rough in great form as well. So the last few months, he won his first Challenger title in November. So playing very, very well to win a Challenger title. He's now got through qualifying in his Grand Slam debut for for to love in tie breaks this week. So he's looking very strong. Really good player. I watched some highlights of him to back it up. And this kid is special. And an important thing to note, he did have a good uh, sort of boys or junior uh, spell in tennis. It's not his first time down under uh, because in 2017, he won three boys double slams titles, including Australian Open. So not just one, he won three doubles boys slams titles. Good at the net then. Goes out to play. Good at the net. Got good hands. He's not going to be phased by winning things. And I like his chances. Only problem is he's got Alex Dimonor in the first round. But I was picking him regardless. I think he beats Dimonor. Let's go. That's big. In Australia, I think that's going to be a, a big ask. But you never know. Uh, from Taiwan, um, I think it's a good pick. He's obviously... He wins a lot more than he loses. That's for sure with that that guy. So uh, a good pick, I think, that one from JG. One that I didn't really consider just because I think I saw the Alex de Menor thing and I just said avoid. any Anyone playing Australians, I was not going to go with. Uh, Escobedo, I said, he was playing Pavel Kotov, who actually got in as a lucky loser. Kotov, someone we both really like and probably w- may have had in our qualifiers to watch. Escobedo, though, Made short work of him. I've not seen somebody defeat Kotov so easily. It was straight sets, and he won all of his uh, like a qualifying match in straight sets. The most impressive, Luca Nardi, he beat six three six one. So the Escobedo can do it on the hard court. He's only twenty six years old. Maybe he can come good. I mean, he's he's a little bit patchy, but he's oh, looks ben, like he's, he's in not, good form. He could come good. So let me dig this apart because Escobedo is a player we've known for many years. Yes. He's been on the tour. We've seen him playing challengers. He's never amounted to much. He's not a world beater. I don't think he ever will be. The only reason I've been or heard his name come up in the media recently is because he's just he's just converted from 
American to Mexican. So that's actually the difference. I can see it online now. And so that's the only difference I've seen about him. For me, he just, okay, he did work really well against Luke Canardi. I didn't didn't see that coming. Maybe Nardi was carrying some kind of injury to lose in the manner he did. Because Escobedo played a few days before that against a guy called Ellis, who's 700 in the world, and he lost. Happens Worrying sometimes. signs. Listen, Escobedo in... will not pass the first round. I think it's a very strange pick from beat, you. Beat Ben Shelton in straight sets fairly comfortably, though. Uh, that's another person that you've been saying is pretty good. So it's he has his good days. He has his bad days, Escobedo. At the moment, he's having a lot of good days. So I'm thinking he's got in the first round, Tara Daniel. I think it's slightly easier than Alex de Menor. So I think he may go further than your guy. Listen, if Sue can do it, I think I'll win the men's because that is a big pick, beating Alex Timonor. Well, you'll let's win the pick get, of the third place. Let's get on to number two because I've gone for Watanuki. What? Do you know much about him? Yeah, I do like Watanuki. He's a good player on the old challenger circuit. Very uh, reliable player. Uh, tell us a bit more about him, though. How did I'm he get you to go this first. stage? I'm going to let you go first on this one. I know you've got Zizou Berg, so take it away. Player I also well, really like. Zizou Bergs, I think he's come onto the scene. Uh, I think it speaks for itself a little bit. Uh, I think he's very, very good youngster. He's 23 years of age from Belgium. Um, I'm excited. I think he's uh, he's played in some uh, ATP events. He's beaten the likes of people like uh, Albert Ramos, people like that before. He can mix it with the, the big players, just hasn't really done it yet uh, at the big stage. Good on grass as well. I think that he can mix it on all surfaces, but I know he's somebody that you're quite keen on as well. And I don't know. I think you've swayed me in the past. And I think this is another one of those occasions. So Zizou Bergs, yeah, I quite like his name as well. <laughs> it's a good reason to pick him on my side. Okay, so Yasuki Watanuki, does he need an introduction? I don't think so. He's 16-1 and one in his last 17 matches. And unlike years prior, he's been able to take his Asian challenger form to other events. Nice. Uh, it's his eighth attempt to qualify, first success. He's done it the hard way, beating Kukushkin when he was 6-4-5-2 down and saved two match points. Um, but he got through Kukush. And as we know, wow. Mikhail Kukushkin is a good player. Very. And Watanuki is in the good form. Only problem is we've not seen him do it in these big events. It's his first ever main draw slam. He may be a little bit nervous. But he's got the game because I've watched him so many times. And if only he can just show that game, what we see on the challengers, and bring that to the main draw, then I think he's going to do very well. I really do. And his first round is a winnable one, I feel. How old is uh, Watanuki? Is he still fairly young? I feel like I've seen him for ages. but Yeah, I don't think he's that young, because I've seen him for a bit. But he's 24 years old, Watanuki. Okay. Not not too bad, yes. His first round match is against Ryan Deneck. So I think it's a winnable winnable one. I'll be cheering him on anyway. That's definitely a winnable one. Um, yeah, Berg's qualified in style. He beat uh, the Bulgarian Andreev uh, 6-1, 6-2 in his final round of qualifying. So got there in uh, relative ease uh, through the last round. Uh, he'll be very fresh. And Zizou Berg's playing Laszlo Zier first round. So that's a winnable match too. Despite Zier beating Kasper Ruud recently, I still think it could cause an upset there. So let's get on to... 
number one, the qualifier to watch. Over the years, we've had some really memorable ones from Ben. This is where Skatoff was unveiled. I believe it was maybe, was it Australian Open last year? Yeah, he didn't make it this year. I was potentially going to put him in if he made it, but he got knocked out by Jarry. Sad, that was. Maybe put Jarry there. Let's wait and see. No, you haven't. You've gone for Shang. I've gone for Zizou Bergs as my number one. Just one ahead of you. I really like the kid. I think it's not just his name. I know he does have a nice name. Great name. But he's a really good player. And, um, I mean, you've said quite a bit about him already. So let me see if I can add anything. Uh, One thing I would say is it was quite a turnaround given his United Cup campaign. Uh, He got pretty helpful round one draw here and used it perfectly, improving with every match. It'll be his second slam main draw, but first one made through qualifying. Got a wild card uh, for winning Ilke at Wimbledon last year. So... Yeah, he's he's relatively inexperienced at this level, but has been playing very well. And in the last round of qualifying, I think he won very comfortably as well. Like it was quite a one-sided. Yeah, he didn't give away many games against Andreev. So like what you've said, that's my pick. And I think your one's quite good as well. I can't really... The only one I don't like is your Escobedo one. Yeah, I mean, that one, I I would have picked Cotto. I think it's silly. I don't know what you're doing. There were so many other names to choose from. Out of the name of... There were 16 names you could have chosen. And your top three, Escobedo made it. He wouldn't have made my top 10. Well, uh, maybe Cocard would have been a better one, to be honest. It's a lot uh, better. A, There's loads uh, better. I don't know what... You've done it again, Ben. You've done it again. And I will, well, I listen, I'll be not, laughing on the stream when Escobedo not, gets only well, two games. Well, he's playing Tara Daniel at the end of the day. So bagel, please. I want whereas, the bagel button out. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that Alex de Menor creams your guy as well, and then we can both be laughing Ooh, at each other. I would <laughs> do it on the stream every time he gets a I'm hoping point. that Alex de Menor does the sue every time that he wins a set. Um, for me, well, this is obviously somebody I've spoken about in length before, Jun Cheng Shang, very young player, 17 years old, his first attempt at a Grand Slam, and he is into the main draw. He was a finalist at the US Open Juniors. He's been a semi-finalist, I believe, at, uh, was it Wimbledon as well? And he's a doubles finalist, I believe, as well in Grand Slam Juniors. So he's got the lot, really. Uh, he won his yeah. first challenger title. That was uh, in the middle of last year in Lexington, and he's made another final since then as well. I think that hard courts really where he's up well, where he's going to be getting his best tennis out of him. I'm excited. And he's playing Oscar Otte as well. So I, I think Otte is a player in bad form who could come a cropper. He's low on confidence with, for sure. Yeah. And didn't yeah, we Shang. get to see Shang as well live in Zagreb? Um, I'm not I'm sure. Pretty sure. We did. did. We? Maybe we didn't get to see him play, but we was definitely no. brushing shoulders with him. Yeah. I remember walking well, we... past him on the pathway. Well, there you go. I, we didn't get to actually like watch him play. So I thought you meant like yeah. watch him play, which is sad. No, but because... he was in and around the tournament and did very well, I think. Um, yeah, one for the future. I like it. It's a good pick. A lot better than your Escobedo one. <laughs> We've got Boban in saying, Escobedo, really, Ben? Listen, Boban, I tried to help him out, but... I've got to have one weird one, haven't I? Come on. We've got Boban in saying, Watanuki and Berg's are good picks. That's more like it. Oh, yeah, all right, Boban. Stop siding with uh you'll be you'll be appreciative of my Escobedo pick if you're playing uh beat the odds against me and JG. <laughs> you probably want me to pick you. So come on. 
bit more uh you should be pushing me towards him more than uh pulling me away i think right now this but... is the bit i'm really looking forward to because ben is going to go through all of the women qualifiers right. so maybe you can Let do me... it through flash if it's easier just go through then you can see the results as well we can do it. I'll only be able to give you their surnames, though, on some of them, because I don't think I can remember all of their first names. Apologies. You only need the surnames. That's good enough. I don't know, but you read out all of the full names, so I feel like I'm only doing half a job. That's the only thing. going to put, put me to shame. So let me just get this one available. Uh, I was just going to bring up just this. Okay, well, you can do cool. it any way you want. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it like that, the way you said. I'll bring it up on a uh, Maybe that's easier for you. It probably is. Right, here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Right, okay. Let's zoom in a little bit here. And right the, from the top, we have uh, Sara Beljek knocking out uh, Andreeva, which a uh, very good Russian player as well. Moving down, we've got Katalin Sebov, which is a bit of a surprise package in the qualifiers from Canada. Uh, we got Schmeidlova. Very, very good. Uh, beating Mandlik there. I thought Mandlik was one that she's made all the headlines, didn't she? Uh, last year, unfortunately, didn't make it. Buxa, we all know about her already, she's been around. Uh, Stefanini getting through due to a retirement to Sasha uh, Vickery. We've got uh, <laughs> Selek Mateva. <laughs> this is where they start getting more tricky, and Sophie Chang. Against Sophie Chang. Okay. We've got, uh, unfortunately, the Brit uh, Miyazaki, who we spoke to at Wimbledon. Uh, she didn't make it through going out to Coco. Oh, yeah. And I, forgot, I remember that now. Forgot about that. Yeah. I remember that one. And I just felt bad because no one was there asking questions. And I asked the question. And I don't know. I felt she was quite nervous in the press room. But yeah, really nice girl. Her. Hopefully she does Very well. nice. Yeah. Uh, we've got Schneider, um, a young Russian who knocked out another Russian, Tik Honova. Um, Schneider, really good player, uh, 20 years old, I believe. We got Jean Jean, sorry, Jean, <laughs> not in this tournament. Well, not through the qualifying, at least. Uh, Serenko through normally in my qualifiers to watch. We'll wait and see. Uh, Danilovic, no, didn't make it. Clara Burrell knocking out Danilovic. Uh, that's unfortunate. One sub and one of your favorites, Clara from France, goes through. Volinets is through from uh, the US against Madlenovic. Oh, got One of your favourites. We've got Brenda, the younger sister of Linda, Fravitova, uh, knocked out Baljas Monero. Um, Baljas Monero actually came onto the scene a bit in this qualifying for me. Didn't know much about her before. Actually, really good player. So, And uh, Jody Burridge didn't make it either. It seems all the Brits <laughs> falling at the final hurdle, going out to Yannick Gajewicz. Yanisjevich. Yanisjevich. That's French. As well. Doesn't sound French. Maybe doing a French accent. There's definitely a bit of Serbian in there for oh, sure. Yanisjevich. Maybe it's that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got Hartono but, uh, knocking out Pigossi. We got, oh, this one's a bit easier. Lise knocking out Jimenez Kasinceva. And then we've got uh, Polina Kudometova, the sister of. Uh, Veronica going through, knocking out Asaya Muhammad. Uh, yeah, and that's the last one, is it? Oh, yeah. Phew, we're through it all. Smashed it. Oh, God. I told that... you he's a natural. Listen, I don't big him up for no reason. He's brilliant with Water. names, and he smashed that one out of the park. Did a lot mm. better than my 
men's oh, attempt. So iconic, a joy in that, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> but let's get on to the women's qualifiers to watch. We've listed, well, Ben's listed all 16 of them. Um, let's get into it. Who is your number three? I have to try and remember. Well, there you go. I just read her name two seconds ago. Paulina Kudometova. Um, the sister, the younger sister of Veronica Kudometova. And she comes from high stock. Have we seen how good of her sister's doing this year and how good she was doing at the, at the back end of last year, pushing, well, the tour finals nearly. Um, I think that's someone we don't speak about enough, but may we be speaking about her sister more? I think she's in really, really good form. She won, uh, I think she's won, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven ITF titles already to her name. Uh, won two three no four last year so she's really coming into her own all on hard court the wins and i'm excited because i think she had a tough draw through this uh qualifying route as well asai Mohammed, not easy at all beat katie balter not easy and gassing over as well so i think she comes from high stock and that's why i'm throwing her in the mix because i think She's taken what her sister's done this year and her sister has bageled already Andreescu and Anisimova this year. I think Kudometova is a name for 2023. Yeah, the reason I went for Tezarenko is she beat everyone in straight sets. That is the main reason. She beat Nato, Bolsavo and Jean Jean. And Jean Jean's a good player. Uh, I thought that was going to be tight. But Tezarenko had a little bit too much and... I think she is one of the most experienced, well, definitely probably the most experienced out of all of the qualifiers. So rather than just sticking to all young, I started off with one experienced in my qualifiers just to sort of hedge my bets. The only problem is I'm just trying to do a bit of research now, actually, on how she performs at the Australian Open. It's her worst slam out of the four. She's got a 35% winning streak. Uh, winning record here not a streak because she doesn't win much and most of the time she goes out in the first round or the second round so not the greatest even if she can get through a round though that could be enough just to pit Ben so I'll take it <laughs> that's all you need sometimes sometimes just... all you need is a round and I think she's good value for one yes well I'm hoping well when she, I... she is good like I'm not going to just say it. she is a good player but she just doesn't perform often enough and when I Bob Ann sums it up quite nicely, saying, always thought Serenko uh, could do much better, but she's too fragile. Well, when I had I her, she had eager, I think, first match. So it was just terrible luck for me. I picked her and then she got the worst draw ever. And a bit kinder now. So you never know. She's a good player. Well, that's why I pick her. But just don't get the luck of the draw. Um, right, move on to number two. Ah. Here we go. And I've gone from 19 years old, uh, Paulina Kudometova. Now we're going 15 years old, Brenda Flavitova. And this is the sister of Linda. I mean, she is something to really keep an eye on in this, uh, in this sport. I think that she, she's the future. She's going to be one of these players that's right at the top of the game come, I'd say, maybe three, four years' time. And she's only 15 at the moment, and she's already into a Grand Slam first round. I'm excited 
as you can tell. She knocked out the, the girl in the second round of qualifying, the one who beat Simona Halep at the US Open, Snigir. I mean, that is difficult in itself. And she's shown fights. She's come, she's came back from a set down to beat her. And she also came back from a set down to beat Balzas Monero in the final uh, round of qualifying. She is a fighter at 15 years old. And uh, she's won eight ITF titles last year alone. And you're going to say, yes, Ben, but they're all on the clay courts. I don't care to win eight (laughs) titles in a year. I mean, you don't care. You should care. No, and now to go on and now beat these good players and qualify on hard court for the first round of the Australian Open, I am super excited about uh, Brenda Flavitova. She has a tough first round match. I believe her first round match is going to be against Sasnovich, which uh, it's not an easy one at all. But I think it's, she could beat her. If she plays her best tennis, Sasnovich is beatable. Yeah, not mad at the pick. One for the future. Uh, Lewis seems to like it as well. And I can see you've got a lot of passion when it comes to the Fravitova. Uh, how do you say it? Yeah, Fravitova. Fravitova sisters, because you always do tend to put them in your qualifiers to watch. I believe you had the sister in the last one in, in the US, and now you've gone for oh, yeah. the younger one of the two. Oh, so... yeah. One more thing as well, just before we go oh, on. God, I just had a... got loads I, to say. I just these. had a quick look on the stats just a second ago. At the end of 2021, she was 1,093 in the world. Now, at the end of 22, 132 in the world. That is... Big yeah, movement. Listen, you gotta tip your hat. She's so young and so good. <laughs> like you can't knock it. It's just amazing. And um, as much as I, I want to win this, if she does well, I'd still be really happy because she is a player for the future. My one, Clara Burrell. Out of all of the qualifiers, she's the one I've watched the most. So I based it off that. Um, I think she's quite reliable. She's got experience now at a Grand Slam level, and this is her time to shine because I think her. Uh, first round match isn't the worst. I'm going to I, tell you who it is in a second. I can before say I do, I've got who is it? Yeah, Gibson. Like she's big favourite for it, isn't she? Yes. So I fancy her in that first round match, and in the qualifying, beating Danilovic in the second set, she bageled her, and the third set was six two. So very dominant tennis coming into it. I think her first round's not too bad. Never know; it could open up and. Clara Burrell, a player I've watched a few times. You know what you're going to get from a good, rounded player. Nothing special, but just well-rounded and pretty consistent. So I think that's going to go a long way um, this year in the women's side of the draw. Yeah, I mean, she's a she's a class act, Clara Burrell. Um, I think it's a good pick. I'm not mad at it at all. Um, the fact that she beat Danilovic in that fashion, like you said, bageling her and then taking the final set comfortably... Danilovic was one that I sort of had on my list as a maybe until obviously she got knocked out. But yeah, very, very good player. But that was a a real tough last round match and she made it look easy to come through that one. So um, two good players as number twos. Let's move on to Numelo Uno. Yep, and it does get boring because we have the same player. It does happen from time to time. I believe when Radu Khan, who won the US Open, we both had her as number one qualifier to watch. Does this mean and- Belichick could win the whole thing? 
Well, I'm gonna. Have is she to gonna you follow? Is she gonna follow Raducanu's footsteps? I don't know. I'm gonna have to pull Belliac. you up on the power Sorry. put. Yeah. Well, it's actually Bez Bezlek because of the J and the L the wrong way, but it's fine. I'll let you off on this one. Uh, it is. Shame. I know, but she is an incredible talent. I have spoken about her before on the channel. Just once or twice. Obviously, she's only 16. Uh, as well, we've had we've got Brenda Flavitova at 15. She's 16. This could be a tournament, and I've said it before in the reaction. I think we could see something crazy from a real youngster coming through in this tournament, and it could potentially be Sarah Bezlek. I th I think that she's incredible. I think that the way that she dispatched Andreeva, who is an incredible player, the Russian, the real, she's a great young Russian player, 6263. And Alicia Parks, everyone was expecting her. She was the number one seeded qualifier. Yeah, she was expecting her, her to do it. No, unfortunately not. She got, she was down a set, came back, and this is another Czech player. And this is the thing, so many Czech players, and I'm going to keep saying it, I think in about four or five years' time, the top 10 is going to be littered with Czech players on the women's side, and she may well be at the top of it. Is that spelt right? Yes, that is. There you go. Quick little turnaround. Nice. I and like yeah, it. you've said everything I need you to say. Um, the, the players she beat, did you mention Alicia Parks? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that's a big, there's a big thing to know because she would have been with my qualifiers to watch. She ended the year so great. And for a young player like this to just beat them the way she did speaks volumes. And first match against another Czech player in Krajcikova. Listen, big underdog, fives, I believe, in the bookmakers. Yeah. Me and Ben both like it. So if you want, if you've got a bit of money kicking about and you want to take a gamble and a risk, I put your money on this girl because she is great and she has the, a real good chance of beating Barbara Krejcikova. Yeah, um, and something else to note as well. She is a big game player. She's played in four finals in her career, all, all ITFs, but she has won all of them in straight sets and she's never dropped set. Her first ever final, she won six love, six love. Can you believe? I mean, she's the real deal. And I'm hoping we get to see it on this big stage. Can she announce herself and do something incredible? If she gets past Klachikova, I think anything's possible. It'd give her the confidence. And this is another Czech player. She's playing against a fellow Czech player. So she's probably practiced with Barbara Klachikova before as well. You've got to think that. So she'll probably know her weaknesses and she'll know where to play to. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, certainly. Can't wait. And that concludes our Qualifiers to Watch episode. So thanks for watching. Leave your comments below. Who do you think has the better group of qualifiers, me or Ben? Um, you may be split. Maybe you think mine's better on the women's, Ben's is better on the women's, and then mine's better. Uh, Ben's better on the men's and the other way around. So whatever way, let us know. We're always interested to hear what you guys have to say. We've got John in right now saying scat off this year. Unfortunately, John, he went out early. Um, so there will not be no scat off. There won't be any silk report either because the silk has his own channel, but we Ooh. will be bringing another kind of report. We're not going to let let you know the name Whoa. yet, but we do have a very special guest and I'm sure they'll be a lot better than the silk report. They were always <laughs> very unorganized. Um, 
taking over the reins of the Silk Report. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, let's wrap it up there. Hopefully my qualifiers do a lot better than yours. They usually do. I'm sure it's going to follow in the same way. Escobedo! <laughs> it's Mexican now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good place to end. I want you to pick one qualifier who you think could shock me. What, that we haven't picked? No, out or... of them three. Out of the six players, I want you to highlight one which could surprise me. Surprise you? Yeah. In what way? Because we both got it can't be one you've got as well then. Oh, so we can't obviously. Have so don't do them ones then. Who have you th- picked which I've gone a bit against who could surprise you? It could I don't surprise think me. Really gone against me. I think no. uh I'll go with Paulina Kudometova. You think she could surprise? Yeah. Okay, my one's easy. I think uh Sue <laughs> is gonna really shock you. <laughs> you don't think he's any good, and I know he is, so I never he could that. do something special. Oh, I just thought Alex de Manor was maybe just a little bit better. Well, he is, but Ooh, he's got it. Don't worry about that. Uh, thanks for watching. Make sure hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, and join the Patreon if you want to be entered into Player Roulette. Every Patreon member will be entered. Ooh. It's free, of course, if you're in the world. Well, it's not free because you're joining the Patreon, but it is free if you're in there because you know, and, and, and because all you have to do is be in there and we'll enter you ourselves, and you can win a prize. Game to Love presents, now exclusive to Patreon, that's right, it's Player Roulette! There you go. <laughs> okay, thanks everyone, we'll see you tomorrow. See you guys. Podcast Network.